the plan is to actually look into improving our oncology services to our patients so that it do, it do not break further than where we are now. So what we have, because the challenge has been the, the doctors who were oncologists, the last two living in Gos Albertotuli, then what we are now are planning to do and we have started is to take a head of department of oncology in Grace Hospital in Peter Marisbeth to do clinics there because uh, you'll understand my sister, that we, we still to have a team of in fact including eight registrar training registrars who are training and they're writing their exams in September. We have a multidisciplinary team short of an oncologist who's a top leader to guide them. So that head of department of is going to move and assist us in doing clinics in and course alpetitude. Number two, his other consultants will be available offline and after hours to give advice because we have to plan sometimes how to give a patient treatment the next day and the next day so it can be done off site. Four, three, there are four oncologists from a private sector called Rainbow Oncologists who actually are have already been giving us support. They said they'll increase their Tuesdays and Thursdays will be coming to our facilities to also see patients. The fourth one, we are going to have 25 private oncologists who will be doing this, what I call off-site planning. Because you can send a doctor's oncologist, even in England, anywhere, and say, look into this, guide us how to plan treatment for these patients. So 25 have already agreed. There's a private uh, entity in KZN called JMH, Joint Medical Holdings, who are giving us two oncologists free of charge for, for limited hours in the hospital starting from, I think, within a week. We have already advertised the post and have got two oncologists coming from Libya. The only thing that we are waiting for now is to get them their work clinic cleared up. So with all these plans that we are putting in place, we are very hopeful that, uh, and the doctors finishing in September, we are hopeful that we will have our systems not deteriorate any further as in Kos and in the province and in Wazunatal in Deben in particular. MEC, let's talk about the deterioration. Why has it taken so long to deal with the matter? The Human Rights Commission puts a period of three years in which it calls the poor handling of the crisis and it also points a finger at you for mishandling the situation. There are two processes, uh, uh, my sister. I do not really uh, hire and, and fire doctors. But besides that, I've said when I was asked, really, what could be the reasons? We have just been getting as gradual resignations and doctors leaving uh, into the in, 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 out of the private, uh, out of the public, and the reasons are various. One of them could be doctors who have planned that when they complete, they will give us little or no time and move to private. Number two, it could have been that uh, doctors actually feel overburdened and overworked because uh, as soon as someone others leave, then those who remain, they will have to do a bit more. But we can't run away from the fact that some of them could be saying, but why am I not getting this machine and that machine fixed on time so that I can give my best to my patient and therefore probably ended up being frustrated. I know of some of them who have been frustrated and they look at this, I can't take anymore. Now, when you come to uh, the issues of me being responsible, it's not necessarily correct that I'm responsible for the procurement of actually the service to repair and to buy machines. I have actually been on top of this situation 
in fact, even saying, Minister, we have this problem in the advice. And Minister says, Dr. Jomo, if it takes a bit of long time, because we are dealing with the high volumes of patients there. Patients not only in Wazmata, the, the, the eastern part of the Eastern Cape, and the patients from Mozambique and South So volumes are quite large. The minister says, look, if at any given time you see 50 patients per day per that machine, and suddenly the machines are not working for two days, you are already building up a backlog. Why can't you also maybe think of having a spare machine that will assist you during the times of repairs and all that? So all those issues, uh, is what the, the Premier actually said yesterday, is a challenge regarding to systemic processes. We would have wanted to build more, have to buy more machines, uh, but just the challenge is there. But in terms of repairs, it's just that there was a time where the company called TechMed, which actually robbed and defrauded us. And that company to date, I don't know why they are actually not being prosecuted because not only is Nguazunatan, they sold us machines and they sold us in a very fraudulent manner. Among other things to say, but you sold us these machines, come and maintain them. They said, no, we must pay separately for maintenance. We reported this matter even to the provincial and national treasury. Are we not going to be irregular paying for the service twice? We continue doing that we continue to having those challenges, and we presented enough information even to uh, the hawks that actually needed this matter sorted out. But so why we were actually having, I even traveled, having been advised by the minister and the premier, uh, the former premier Kizer, to go to Geneva and Switzerland to meet the, the mother company called Varian, the mother of TechNet, who was actually the agency to do this. And they told us, look, uh, we understand, we we'll try and solve it, but they never solve but great Thanks for that now they are in KZN, as I speak with you, because these machines report from them. Varian okay. is sorting out this matter, and we think uh, they have actually stopped the contract of TechMed, and they are sorting out and helping us to go to going. So it's been a whole host of issues. We would have wanted to buy more, but the other thing, uh, my dear sister, is that we probably uh, increase the demand ourselves. We have a campaign that we ran in the country, in the province, that's called Pillar Mara, because... We understood that women at the age of 30, 40, starting getting cancers very early, which used to be a disease of the old women. Now, by screening more, increasing the demand, suddenly we had to deal with those issues. And um, we are not, uh, we didn't do badly by screening more. We are happy we did that. But we just found that resources, including asking for more money from trade to buy more machines, has not been that easy. Okay. Also, MEC, you allow know me all to, the fiscal problem in the country. Allow me to jump in there and say, with due respect, yeah. I understand those challenges of, of funding, of procedural operational staffing issues but accusations from SAMA say there's an attitudinal problem which they um, say you are very central to saying that they've come to your numerous occasions and complained about it but yet you've sent doctors away and you've displayed an attitude of really not caring how do you respond to that accusation? No when the doctors marched I said look you know whenever there's been a challenge and which I share with them. There's been a challenge in this and that. Some members have been saying there's a problem with printing a printing machine, there's a problem with this. I said, look, I will look to that, but here is the number for that CEO, because that person is easily going to be accessed. And most of our hospitals are run by healthcare trained people. So it's not that I've been running away, trying to solve it, but also giving them access to the CEO of the hospital in terms of that. So 
we, we spoke about this to Tamzuka, and I have no problem to meet with them. We said there are plans that we, might, we are already engaging with them. What was a bit of a challenge of it, doctors? Maybe you have been was not aware. Uh, why do you start with the march? Why should we not sit and discuss? But that matter is now a matter behind us. We are solving this collectively with them going forward. Opposition parties are also among those who are calling for your head, saying that you should be fired for what they see as the arrogant way in which we handled the matter. Do you feel that's a, a fair uh, point to make, or do you feel that uh, you are being unjustly accused? I think on that matter is the African National Congress that gave me this responsibility, and it should be the African National Congress that will make a decision. But I don't think it is fair to say one has not been there to handle the matter. Maybe what I'm, what we are saying that some of the operational issues that should have been attended yesterday delayed to be attended to, and uh, some of the issues, but. The effort that I've just put forward to even say, Minister, we have a challenge. What you do suggest, Premier, this is the issue. Go there, go there. It's, it's largely, look at the end of the day, it's operational issues that we have been working with. And at any given time, maybe sometimes you correct to say the service that we give might be overwhelmed by the demand. But at no stage did we actually relinquish our responsibilities and turn a blind eye to the needy patients that are there. We have always been doing that. Yes, there are challenges. Yes, we are working on those challenges. Turn it around. Among other things is to really make sure that machines don't get too long to be repaired. We need to replace them. Get a competent maintenance contract that must keep running. Glad that we have value. So at no stage did we really relinquish our responsibilities and not do what was expected. Finally, MEC, do you think that you're going to meet the ultimatum given to you by the Human Rights Commission of 14 days to not only repair the machines, monitor all the health and technology machines with immediate effect? Yes, uh, Human Rights Commissions are, are good human beings. Not only have I said that 10 days might be met, but I have requested to have a face-to-face meeting with the leadership there and maybe indicate the responses are there. I would hope that to post the response to them, but to meet with them and actually indicate where, in case uh, they've made nine recommendations and yet we are, and yet maybe on the eight we are doing very well and maybe two, maybe to explain it, challenge. I, I can't quantify now whether we will not fail, whether we will fail, but I hope we will not. I have requested a meeting next week. I'm just waiting for the response when I can meet the Human Rights Commission on this matter.